2: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
3: Steph Curry was not going to lose a Game 7. Are the Warriors now the team to beat in the West? Also, the Heat keep on rolling, and Titans fans really aren't sure what to make of Will Levis. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today.
2: All major sports found. It. Let's start with the biggest story.
3: This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduelcom On today to get started. The demise of the defending champion Warriors has been greatly exaggerated, and it was greatly exaggerated because Steph Curry said, "Not today." He also said at the end of the game, "Light the beam," because he scored half a hundred. In a 120 to 100 exclamation point on a game seven in Sacramento against the Kings. Joining me now and nodding his head, Mm -hmm. Cyrus Atos from Locked On Warriors, who just watched one of the all-time great players put together an all-time great performance. Cyrus, help me put into words what we just witnessed from Steph Curry.
1: I, I think I mean, you did an excellent job. It was historic. It was record setting. It was uh, it was it was very um, like it was if you're old enough to remember Michael Jordan, it was very Michael Jordan esque. Uh, there was a level of intensity there throughout that entire game um, that I think anyone could have felt just from watching it on the TV, let alone if you're rooting for one of these teams. Um, I mean, what Stephen Curry did was, you know, the animals of greatness. It's 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 one of those all time performances that fortunately was record setting. So people literally can be reminded of it. But it's one of those things where I feel like when you and I are old, Peter, and they show these old games, uh, you know, on on whatever channel or whatever way we're going to consume media at that point in our lives.
3: In the chips in our brains.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Tonight's game, this Stephen Curry performance will be will be in that uh, that index.
3: Yeah, the first 50-point game in NBA playoff history, unfortunately for you and I, Cyrus. The um, the gray in your beard and on the side of my head, unfortunately, does not hide that we are, in fact, already old. Yeah. Um, this was a performance that really came in the second half because at, at halftime, uh, this was a two-point game. And it looked like, okay, this was going to be nick, nip and tuck. Demonis um, Sabonis was getting whatever he wanted in the first half. And then the third-quarter Warriors which has been their MO, their calling card through this whole Steph Curry run showed up. What is it about this team in the third quarter Cyrus?
1: Well, it's interesting you brought that up because that has been their identity for most of the dynasty, not this year, this year they struggled in third quarters. And, and if you're a consumer of locked on warriors, you've heard me bring that up a lot because um, when you look at the, this dynasty and the history of it, there is a direct correlation between that third quarter success where, The team has routinely come out on fire. They've made the adjustments. It's always been one of my talking points for defending Steve Kerr as a great coach. Uh, This year, that has not been the case. Um, And through a channel, I was able to ask Steve Kerr that question. He he goes on this talk show every other week uh, on the Golden State Warriors flagship radio station. And so I had the host ask this question for me because I was dying to know what is going on from Steve Kerr's perspective with these third quarters and his response was that the team's getting old, which is crazy. He's like, these—they're the, not in their prime anymore. It was kind of a, like a shocking answer, but you know what? Stephen Curry is still in his prime, despite the fact he's 35 years old. Uh, he carried the team on his back tonight, almost literally. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure Kevon Looney will be mentioned in, in some regard, or if not now, at some point, just because his performance was phenomenal as well. But Stephen Curry's 50 points—and just two years ago, uh, was the previous record holder was. Kevin Durant in another incredible series and that in a game seven where the Nets were eliminated by the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Kevin Durant in that game, I believe scored 48. Um, but Stephen Curry, yeah, with the 50, it's incredible. And the third quarters are, yeah, they're it's this year's changed, but you're right for most of the dynasty that has been their MO um, and it's good to see it's back.
3: Stay up to date all year on the golden state warriors by subscribing to locked on sports today and locked on warriors on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Heat already have the upper hand on the Knicks. Before we get to why that is, one of the most stunning collapses in the history of sports happened on Sunday night. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com to sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be winning the NBA championship. Or you can check out game one of the Western Conference semifinals between the Suns and the Nuggets. FanDuel has Denver favored at home by four and a half. You can do all of this on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The
3: Boston Bruins completed maybe the single best regular season in NHL history this past season. They set records for wins and for points. And then they jumped out to a 3-1 series lead over the Florida Panthers in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. This Bruins team will now be remembered for their stunning collapse and first round playoff exit that silences an otherwise storybook season.
4: Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand hugging tearfully before leaving the ice after a game seven loss to the Florida Panthers Is an image I won't soon forget. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins. And after a historic regular season where they recorded the most wins and most points in NHL history, the Boston Bruins are out after a round one loss to the Florida Panthers, dropping game seven on home ice in overtime after holding the lead with less than a minute remaining in regulation. Just a complete and utter disappointment, uh, shock, and it's going to be quite an interesting off-season for the Boston Bruins, possibly the end of an era, and uh, just keep it locked to locked on Boston Bruins for all the developments with the Black and Gold.
3: Imagine if the 73-win Warriors hadn't lost in the NBA Finals to LeBron James. They lost in the first round of the playoffs to like The Trailblazers. No shots at the Trailblazers, but that's what we're talking about here. The Philadelphia 76ers could be missing some serious firepower to begin their Eastern Conference semifinal series with the Boston Celtics. That is putting it lightly when we're talking about a potential league MVP. While Sixers coach Doc Rivers said there was no new update on Joel Embiid's health, he did provide his two cents which is in this case worth a lot more than two cents. I'll say this, if I was a betting man, I would probably say doubtful for at least game one, but we'll see. Even if he were to play tonight, it's been 11 days since Joel Embiid last played. Philly would have to hope the favorite to win the NBA MVP could make it back for game two on Wednesday. After one month of the regular season, the best record in the National League belongs to the Pittsburgh Pirates.
1: Not the way they wanted to end the month as the Pirates lose to the Washington Nationals 7-2 at the end of that series, but they came away with yet another series win, 20 wins in the month of April to wrap up the month at 20-9, and And now the Pittsburgh Pirates, no matter what, will take the NL best record at 20-9 to St. Petersburg near Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Rays who currently hold the American League's best record my name is ethan smith of the locked on pirates podcast and may is going to be as just as fun as april here at the locked on pirates podcast
3: they are headed to tampa to take on the rays which will be a battle of the two best records in baseball what a time to be alive and the san diego padres had a blast in the mexico series
0: what a party in Mexico City that was. What's going on, everybody? Javier Reyes of the Lockdown Padres podcast. The Padres sweep, and I use that phrase lightly, uh, their two-game series against the Giants, 6-4 today's win, and the, you know, 87-86 to, to 86 win yesterday, apparently. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I think the Padres really, this is a nice way to close out April, finishing 15-14 for the month to start the season after offensive woes and just a whole lot of questions, I think even if these games were inflated by ballpark dimensions and the the elevation and whatever you want to call it, right? Like, it's still cool that just mentally for some of these guys like Machado, who had a big game on Saturday, and Soto, who goes two for four, uh, with a walk in this one Uh just kind of cool just to see them produce something offensively and uh, as for the pitching side of things Joe Musgrove who gave up seven and three and a third ignore it Darvish who gave up like the most home runs in a start since last September I heard on the broadcast uh just throw it out just a good vibes really fun series and hopefully that can continue and keep the momentum going get this offense woken up
2: another story you need to know
0: the
3: miami heats magical playoff run continues after dispatching with the top overall seed in the nba postseason they go into new york game one madison square garden and they get a 108 101 victory Wes goldberg from locked on heat joins me now and, and west this was a game where it wasn't shooting variance or anything crazy that won them this game that he only shot 33 from three so what was it
5: well, that was partly it is actually that the Knicks just shot worse from three. They only shot 20% and the, and the heat did outscore them by 18 points from the three point line. But I also thought that they just understood the assignment coming into this thing. They had scouted <laughs> the Knicks. Well, their game plan was good. They tried to limit Jalen Brunson as much as possible. Um, Limited his playmaking specifically. Um, And if there was one weak spot in what it was that Miami was doing, it was giving up 22 points in the paint to the Knicks in the first quarter. And then they just didn't do that for the rest of the game. They tightened up their defense. Um, they, they crashed with them on the boards. So obviously, the rebounding thing was a big uh, advantage for the Knicks against the Cavaliers. They yep. scouted that, too, and they said, you're just not going to do that against us. They only got out-rebounded by, like, five or six rebounds, which is basically average uh, or equal. And so they just sort of um, tightened up the places where they knew that the Knicks wanted to take advantage of them. And they got timely baskets, timely three-pointers made. Um, timely turnovers created late, and um, and and that's what it took to to beat the Knicks tonight, and they did it.
3: I want to talk to you about Gabe Vincent because he was a player who really stepped up in the absence of Tyler Hero in that Buck series. He puts in 20 in this one. He only shoots six of 16, but still, those were 20 big points for the Heat. What is what has been different about Gabe Vincent in the playoffs? Why has he been able to have this kind of scoring success?
5: It comes down to Tyler Hero uh, breaking his hand in game one against the Milwaukee Bucks and the Heat needing to just kind of look down their bench and say, well, who's going to do something? Because <laughs> um, you kind of know what you're getting from Jimmy Butler, right? You know Bam Adebayo is going to provide you the defense and, and some baskets here and there. But in terms of a guy who could just sort of like come off the dribble, come around his screen and and just and kind of create a shot for himself as much as, you know, Max Struess and Duncan Robinson and these guys have been hot from three-point range, they're not really creating for themselves, right? And so you're trying to find Sort of a facsimile for what it was that Tyler Hero was able to give you specifically in that pick and roll game. And Gabe Vincent has given you a little bit of that. Uh, You mentioned all the stats there. The thing that jumps out to me for him is the 16 shot attempts. Yeah. You know, I just think that like the attempts are almost as important as the makes for him because he just has to be aggressive. He took eight three pointers in the first quarter tonight. (laughs) Like that, that's, you know, maybe bordering on too much, too aggressive, but uh, that's what the Heat need. They want him to have that green light. They want him to to keep shooting because they just, with Tyler Hero out, they just need somebody to create those looks.
3: Yeah, tied for the team lead in uh, shot attempts with Jimmy Butler. Uh, Julius Randle, not in this game. Um, You mentioned the, the rebounding advantage may have been different had Julius Randle played. So let me ask you, how does this change if Julius Randle can play in game two?
5: It changes a lot, especially if Jimmy Butler is a little bit limited after rolling his ankle in the fourth right. quarter. So you kind of have, all right, well, if Jimmy Butler is not hundred percent and now you're getting back some sort of version of Julius Randle, things get a lot more even for the Knicks and maybe even tip in their direction. 20 point per game score, 10 rebounds a game during the regular season. Julius Randle is awesome. Uh, he spaces the floor a little bit for them and he gives you something that Obi Toppin doesn't really give you. And that's sort of an off the dribble threat, right? If you're going to try to Limit what it is that Jalen Brunson does right now in game one. If you were the Heat, you were able to sort of pinch in your defense and just sort of wait for those other guys to get shots and then close out. If it's Julius Randle that Jalen Brunson is kicking, uh, kicking out to, you just have to play it a little bit different. You have to be a little bit more aware of what it is that he could do off the bounce. Um, He's been awesome for them. And then defensively, uh, they've had success. The Knicks throwing him at Jimmy Butler a little bit in the regular season, just because he's a big body that Jimmy Butler's not going to be able to sort of elbow and shoulder his way through in the paint. And so uh, it just gives you another option there when, it, when, when you're talking
3: about trying to stop Jimmy. Yeah, if only the Bucks had a bigger-bodied long-arm defender to throw Jimmy Butler in that series, maybe, maybe things could have been different. Stay up to date all year on the Miami Heat by subscribing to Locked on Sports Today and Locked on Heat on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the reaction to Will Levis in Titan Country was...
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: The Tennessee Titans seemed to have a quarterback problem last year. Coming into the draft, they have been linked to some of the quarterback prospects at the top of this draft, but did not pull the trigger in round one. After taking Will Levis at the top of round two, though, Locked On Titans host Tyler Rowland is a bit mm, something about this pick.
6: Well, I think it's understandable why the Titans would want to make this move. Ryan Tannehill, 35 years old. I don't know if they believe that Malik Willis can develop into a starting quarterback in the NFL based on what they saw from him in year one. So in the second round, you're like, hey, this is a first round prospect. Potentially he falls to the second round. Ryan Tannehill, as we just mentioned, getting older, expensive. It would make sense for the Titans to find maybe a Ryan Tannehill type of player, but cheaper on a rookie contract. And Will Levis does have a little bit of that to him. So it was, I guess, it's not surprising to see the Titans make a move. We knew that they were interested in the quarterbacks during the pre-draft process, but seeing it be Will Levis, after his fall in the first round, and just the polarizing nature of him as a prospect, it was a little jarring to see it actually happen. You have to admit, that was it it was crazy to see. So, with all the different moving pieces with the Titans quarterback room, I guess at the end of the day, it's not surprising, but it was still a little bit jarring to see it finally happen. Uh, With the nature of Will Levis as a player, a lot of fans of the Titans, a lot of my listeners on the Locked on Titans podcast, don't really seem to be a big fan of uh, Mr. Mayo in the coffee. So it'll be interesting to see the fan reaction now, not only to what this means for Tannehill, what this means for Malik, but just what it means for the reception of Will Levis on his own. This is one
3: of those great moments. One of those moments when being a sports fan is tough, not actually tough, but where you wonder what is going on here? Because Will Levis is... Ryan Tannehill with with better muscles. He's vascular Ryan Tannehill. And when you're a team trying to get over the hump and been unable to for a long time and now you're in this soft reset, maybe rebuild, the last thing you want is a quarterback that is just your quarterback. Your old quarterback is your new quarterback. Your new quarterback is your old quarterback. That's not what you're looking for, especially when you were linked to trade ups and had the opportunity, potentially, if you could get to three, to get an Anthony Richardson, one of the most physically gifted quarterbacks we've ever seen come through the NFL draft. So, Titans fans probably were clamoring for a new quarterback. They were done with Ryan Tannehill. They are done with Ryan Tannehill. And they got a new quarterback. And guess who he is? Ryan Tannehill. Sometimes sports are just the cruelest. They really are. And finally, Brittany Griner got back on the practice floor. She said she felt so good, but understood there are still challenges, both mental and physical, that she'll have to navigate during her lead up to the regular season, which begins in about three weeks. Griner said after her first training camp practice that she had been convinced her next practice wouldn't come until she was let out of a Russian jail after her nine-year sentence had been completed, which, doing some quick math in the front of the handful of cameras, uh, Griner estimated to be October 25th, 2030. It will be amazing to see her in the first game of the season. We are glad she is back safe in the U.S. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow we dig into more on what might have been the greatest or most inglorious collapse in sports history. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.